This episode is brought to you in part by Richmond Graduate University. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly. Richmond Graduate University can equip you to become a licensed professional counselor, integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. Hi, everybody. This is Chris Steren, the host of the Truce Podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody. I usually put out a special episode just for the Christmas season. Uh, this year, I'm working really hard on season five of the show, which, God willing, will be about the rise of Christian fundamentalism in the United States. I've got some fantastic guests for this series, and I've been racking my brain about what to do for this bonus Christmas episode, and the thing that keeps coming back to me is this passage from the Bible that keeps bringing me hope. I mean, the last few years have been very difficult, I don't need to tell you that, in politics, in our churches, everything seems to be kind of a little disrupted the last few years. This year has been very difficult for me. I had to move twice. I had some medical diagnoses I had to deal with, and I lost my grandmother due to COVID. It was a difficult year. In the midst of trying to connect with other Christians who maybe think differently than I do, I built up a lot of anger, like a lot of us, and I honestly don't think most of it was righteous. And this section of the Bible keeps calling me back to our mission. It's one of the reasons I still very much believe in Jesus, and hope that you do too. So I want to read a section from the Sermon on the Mount, uh, because I think this is really how we are supposed to be acting in these times. It never hurts to come back to it, honestly. It's very convicting. It's one of those passages in the Bible that we love to say, oh, I wish so-and-so heard this, but... You know, it really hurts to try to apply it to my own life, you know. Let's go through just a little bit of it. This is in Matthew chapter 5. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also. Whoever forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks of you, and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? If you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore, you are to be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Again, this is only a small section of the Sermon on the Mount, but it's really hit me in the last few months. I know there's been a lot of things that have been in the news and going on in politics that have made a lot of us very angry. And, you know, our temptation is to hoard all of our stuff and pull it close and, to, and get out our weapons and protect our stuff. But what Jesus is saying here and continues to say in the Sermon on the Mount is that we need to hold the things of this world lightly. You know, have a very loose grip on it and, and be willing to give it all up. If somebody asks you to go one mile with them, go with them too. If somebody wants to take your shirt, give them your cloak also. 
So this Christmas season, I just want to take this time to refocus all of us. That our mission isn't really to hoard stuff or to protect our stuff. But if we could just kind of let go of the things of this world, can you imagine what we could do as believers? If we could focus more on serving our neighbors and those we consider our enemies, can you imagine the impact we could have? Those few times when I've been able to try to incorporate this in my life, it's amazing the outcome. When I finally give up fighting and pray for my enemies, when I'm willing to sacrifice my own personal comfort for the benefit of somebody else, which is exactly what Jesus did for you and I. He was very aware of our sins and how much we deserve punishment for those sins, but instead of raining down fire on us, he died in our place. And that's our example. If you're afraid of something in the medical world, pray for the medical world. If you're afraid of people in a different political party, pray for those people. If you're having trouble with your family or coworkers over their political beliefs, and not to be just like, oh, they need to change everything about themselves, but really to pray for them. What's going on in their lives? How can you be a part of their life and do something special to bless them this season? In season five, we're going to be tackling some really big themes, but one of the ones that keeps coming back to me is this story in the Bible where religious leaders come up to Jesus and they say, what is the most important law? And of course, there were all sorts of rules in the Jewish law, and they wanted to know which was the most important one. And in typical fashion, Jesus didn't give them just one answer, even though that's what they wanted. Jesus gave them two things, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. And as we'll see in season five, we humans struggle with doing both. We're generally good at one or the other, but rarely good at both. We generally either hold really tight to doctrine or really tight to helping people. And sometimes we love one of those things so much that we sacrifice the other. This season, I want to throw down the challenge that we should work on both. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. If you find yourself angry this season, uncomfortable, maybe heading off to a situation where you have to hang out with some people who have different views than you, keep this challenge in mind. How can I love those who I disagree with? How can I bless people who maybe don't like me or don't like people like me? And how can I grow closer to God in the process? If you need a suggestion on that, I'd recommend the Sermon on the Mount. It has been an absolute pleasure to serve you by doing this podcast. I'm working really hard on season five of Truce. I hope to spend most of my Christmas break editing and recording the first episodes of the season. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for leaving comments. Thanks for downloading the show and for telling your friends. I really enjoy doing this podcast and it's been a huge blessing to do it. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and God willing, We'll talk again soon. This episode was brought to you in part by the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast, an outreach dedicated to bringing joy, strength, intimacy, and purpose to couples seeking growth. Be sure to visit enneagramandmarriage.com to find your chemistry together again or for the very first time.